Hello and welcome to Side Piece Season. I'm your host, Enero. Despite the title, yes, I still believe in love. Here, we engage in real talk about real relationships. The good, the bad, the ugly. We don't dodge any of it. We have more heart than that because what's better than a loving relationship? Sometimes life gets in the way, so let's talk about that. But first, let me say, my standard disclaimer is that I am not a counselor, psychiatrist, psychologist, therapist of any kind, man of the cloth, shaman, none of the above. So why are you listening to me? Well, first of all, I'm a registered nurse, so you know I'm coming in hot with at least one semester of psych. I'm divorced after 20 years. I bring all of that experience to the table. I have tons of first and secondhand knowledge of how things get off track. I think that I've done the side piece thing every way that you could do it and live to tell the tale. And I have a vested interest in helping you avoid the pitfalls, especially the ones that I've made. Having said all that, sit back, relax, let's get into the show. Welcome back to the show. We are talking about unrealistic slash unclear expectations. So this is pretty straightforward stuff. Um, There are things that you are looking for or expecting, but haven't identified or defined well enough and you're not getting them. And then it leads to some problems. So that said, why are your goals unattainable? Um, Because they're probably based in faulty logic or ideas or the media like books, movies, um, TV shows, um, your friends and family, what they think, you, weird stuff that you think, how you've been influenced by all the other things that influence you in your life. Um, But it all comes down to you. Um, And what you need are smarter, S-M-A-R-T-E-R, periods in between. It's a business acronym. I'm using it here for relationships, but it does come from the world of business. I didn't invent it. I just co-opted it because typically they talk about planning and goals and in life, you should be planning and goals. You're, you should run your life like a business in that it's strategic. You're, you're after things, you're going, you're always about growth. So if it works for business and it's factual, it'll work for this too. So we're going to get into that later, but it's smarter. Um, I did not make it up. Um, it has been around for a long time. Um, I heard about it back in college. So it's been around forever. Um, so to have realistic expectations, you have to do some sort of strategy, right? Some sort of planning. You have to have, know what your goals are and be moving towards a defined point. So um, what do you want? What's the ultimate goal? Um, why are you doing what you're doing? Is it working? These are things that you have to ask. So we're going to get right into it. Question number one. What do you want specifically? Nobody asks that, right? Like they don't get super, super specific. If you are super specific in what you want, the benefit of that is it eliminates tons of things that you don't want. Like, so in a normal dating sense, a lot of that happens almost randomly, almost by chance. There's, it's not, um, it's not well thought out. It's not well defined. Um, so, you know, if you don't know what you want or 
more specifically, you know what you want, but you don't really think about all of the, the ways you can get it. That would have you doing something weird like going to the Chevy lot, but expecting to drive off in a Ferrari. They don't sell Ferraris there. You can't do that here, sir. Move along. Um, so you have to know what you want. Like that's important. You have to know what you're after. Since the majority of you don't ever ask that question. I know I never did. And I know most people that I know never did. So then your next question should be a little bit more obvious and a little bit easier. Why are you together? Why are you with the person that you're with? Now we've talked in the past. I think I mentioned about how you have to curate your circle and all that kind of stuff. But the overwhelming majority of people are with people for really stupid reasons. Um, I hate to be mean about it, but it's true. Like some of the stupid reasons that I've heard uh, looks competition. Like this guy was after her. So you went after her. Like you didn't really, she didn't fit your mold or whatever. Uh, you didn't even know what your mold was, but you went after her anyway because somebody else was going. So competition, stupid one, popularity, uh, availability, opportunity, proximity. Um, I'm not going to minimize this. I don't want to take away from this because this is one of the reasons that somebody would side piece up on you, but loneliness. Some people are with somebody just because they're lonely. Not really the good reason because if you think that adding somebody to your mix is going to stop you from being lonely, it's not. Um, all that does is mask or hide or steal your focus away from your loneliness and have something else that you can kind of ponder around in your head. You're still lonely. You haven't worked your way through that. You haven't made peace with that and learned how to work within that. You just got something to distract you from that. So it's not a good reason. And, and a lot of the times, this is jumping ahead, but if you're the side piece, even in this situation when it's not necessarily about loneliness, you're the distraction because you represent unrealistic and unclear expectations. You're always fun. You're always into them. You're always live. You're always excitable and exciting. It's not you. It's just what you represent. So that's just something that we're, we're, we're not, I shouldn't have even said it, but I did. Now we're going to get into, um, that's just dating. So what about from a marriage standpoint? So you take all of those terrible reasons. Now we're going to add some more terrible reasons. Pressures, right? Family pressure, uh, religious pressure. You want to have a baby, child pressure, um, peer pressure. All your friends are getting married. You're the last one. You feel left out. It's kind of like a, some FOMO thing, right? Um, so these are all pretty horrible reasons, actually. Um, some of the better reasons, I'll say like virgins have been saving themselves for marriage all this time. They want to get married because they're kind of horny. Um, I'm just kidding. That's not a great reason. Uh, one of the worst reasons is when you have people in a toxic relationship and then they think that, hey, we're going to go ahead and get married. We're going to double down on this relationship. It's It's really toxic. But if we double down on it, and we get married and we commit, then it's going to magically get better because the power of love and marriage that don't do that. That is don't do that. That's the stupidest, worst, most horrible 
reason to get married, um, period. And like I said, back to the, the whole loneliness thing, um, if you're lonely and you're trying to get married to fix the loneliness, it's probably not going to work again. I mean, it's, it's like if you had a bad gash across your arm and it hurts and it burns and is bleeding. Um, and then all of a sudden somebody comes and shoots you. You're not thinking about the gash anymore. You're thinking about the bullet hole and all of that pain. The gash didn't go anywhere. It's still there. It's still doing what it did. But now you have something else to distract you. So don't use relationships, marriages, your friends as distractions to hide your negative feelings. Deal with your negative feelings. All right. So now we're going to get into myths. These are other things that will, will add to your unrealistic and unclear expectations. So one of the big myths is um, happily ever after is a myth. Uh, love conquers all is a myth. If you love it, you will bleed for it is a myth. Um, you complete me. Ooh, ooh, that's a good one. Um, so my rebukes and my rebuttals to all of these myths is that Nobody knows what tomorrow will bring. So that whole thing about, you know, the, the first one is, uh, you know, happily ever after. Well, we might not live to the end of the week. So that shouldn't be something that you're like all gung ho for. Um, and then there's all kinds of crazy things that come down the pike. I work in a hospital. So I see a lot of people that are, you know, young and we're having a great time in life. And then something dramatic and drastic and devastating either ends or drastically changes their life. When you say till death do us part, you don't think about all of that stuff. Like you have to kind of think about that. Not kind of, you have to think about that. Um, uh, love can't really conquer all because you can't love somebody that doesn't love you into loving you. Right? So like, Proving that you love somebody so hard and so much doesn't really have anything to do with them. Like if they if they are not feeling that for you, they're just not feeling that for you. And that's the end of it. So um, love doesn't conquer all. It's not magic. Um, if it's unreciprocated, unhealthy, disrespectful, damaging, brutal, physically violent, um, you shouldn't bleed for that. You should leave that immediately. Um, and then, uh, as far as it completing you, like you should be complete starting off. Like you should come as complete as you can possibly be from day one. Like that's your goal. You're striving to be complete. Um, and then you get with somebody else that's complete, or maybe you both are at 90%, but you get together and it's all about amplifying and magnifying, right? So you get together and you get better exponentially. You both push each other forward. That's what it's supposed to be about. So love is not magic is, I guess, the, the takeaway. It's not going to fix things. You have to fix the things, um, the individual. So these unrealistic expectations, they're unclear. Things are, you know, very nebulous. You don't really know why you're with the person or you're with them for some stupid reason. Um, 
but things are not working out. They're kind of in a bad place. So now you decide, well, I'm not getting everything that I want from this relationship, but I don't want to leave it either. So how do I keep going in this relationship and still be happy? Well, I think you know where I'm going with this one. That's where the side piece would come into the play. So now you've got somebody that, again, they are pretty much hands down um, idealized, super unrealistic expectation relationships, right? Because everything is always perfect. You guys always have a great time together. It's always fun. The sex is fire. Um, and you know, that's unrealistic. Like that doesn't happen all, like all the time fire. Come on now. Um, so that should be your first sign that this is an unrealistic relationship. Like this is totally not how normal relationships go, but it's great. And it's fun. You don't want to leave what you're, what you have anyway. This is kind of like the band aid, so that you can keep that thing going. Um, so that's how unrealistic expectations kind of fall in. Like if you have somebody that you're with and you're working some crazy shifts, something weird happens at work, COVID happens at work and you're working crazy. And now all of a sudden you can't, or you don't have the energy to engage with them the same way that you always did before when things were calm and, and easy. If they don't understand that, like if they think that you're going to be able to be on all the time, 365, that's an unrealistic expectation. Now you're not meeting their needs. So they go out and get their needs met somewhere else. It's, it happens. That's all. That's all that needs to be said. It happens. So um, that's really all, you know, it's not really a how-to guide for side piecing. That's just commenting on how that could could play out. That's one scenario. There's probably a million. Um, but we're going to get into the smarter relationship goals. So smarter, S specific, all right? When you're looking for somebody to be in a relationship with, you have to go into exact detail of what you desire. What is this person going to look like? What are they going to be like? What are they into? If you want to be married to a marine biologist, you should A, go to a school where they teach marine biology so you could meet potential mates or go somewhere where you know there's going to be a bunch of marine biologists. It makes sense, right? Like, um, So you have to be specific in your desired goal. And M is measurable. Um, you're going to have to identify milestones uh, that you would achieve, the milestones that you would hit that say, yes, I'm progressing towards the goal. So I've moved to Miami. I'm at the University of Miami. I don't know if they have a marine biology school, but we're going with the marine biology thing. And I'm hanging around where these marine biology students are frequently. So I've met five this week. It's a measurable goal. Um, achievable. Some people say attainable, whatever. Um, it, can this be done? Is it possible? Is this something that is possible? If you want to date somebody that's dead, 
you love Abraham Lincoln. Well, you can't, it's not, it's not attainable, right? So it has to be attainable. Then R is for relevant. Um, do you have the tool, like with the tools and skills and abilities that you have right now, can you accomplish that goal with what you have right now? Do you have the relevant items, skills, skill set to do that? Um, and you probably have some of them, but like everybody kind of sucks at communication, which is weird because we we should be able to talk very well, but we don't. Um, T is time bound, so you're 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 defining this to happen in in a certain time. So this is my five year plan. Is it my ten year plan? Is my six month plan? You have to have that as part of the um, part of the thing. There's got to be a drop dead date. Um, then E is to evaluate. So you're going to look at what's going on. All of the things, you know, you know is that still that, that specific goal that I had in mind? Is that is that still defined appropriately? Do I need to tweak it? Have I, have I made some changes? Is everything working? Uh, did I hit my marks? Is it still achievable? Like all that stuff. So you make sure that everything that you set out to do is, is working. It's a progress check. It's just to make sure, Hey, is the strategy, the progress, the tools, the tactics, are they bearing fruit? Are they still effective? Do they need tweaking, which takes you into R, which is readjustment. If anything seems like it's not working or if things were working and you've met the goal and, but things in the relationship are going astray, like that's where E and R are very important because with E and R, that's going to keep your foot on the gas. So once you've got into this good relationship and things are working, E and R, constant evaluation and readjustment, that keeps your foot on the gas, that keeps you moving forward, keeps you heading towards the goal that you want to hit. So very, very important parts of it. And that's it. Like So that's using the smarter principles to counteract and attack the unrealistic and unclear expectations. Um, too many people get into relationships for like uh, one of my friends and she knows who she is decided it was just time to get married. She wasn't even that into the dude. It's not as it sounds crazy. I know you hear it and you think nobody does that. If you don't think that anybody does that, you just haven't talked to your friends enough yet or you're super young, whichever. Um, but it happens. It happens way too much far, far more often than you would think. And um, that's why this podcast is here. Because I don't want you to do that anymore. We have to stop that. And that is it. That is all I have for you. Um, it's Friday. Have a great Friday. Have an awesome weekend. Have a fantastic week. And then we'll be back here again in a week. And we'll do it again. And I'll give you some good information. Hopefully, something that you can latch onto and use and make your relationships better. Um, taking you from meh to great. Fidelity for real, for real. Somebody needs to tell your dumb ass. Medical rat, <laughs> excuse me, medical ratchetness. Um, and that's it. That's all I got for you. Take it easy. Be well. Well, that's it. That's the show for this week. I hope you heard something that you can use and that you learned something new. 
Thanks for checking in, sharing your time. I appreciate it. Drop me a line if you have any comments, questions, or discussions. My Instagram is sidepiece underscore season. Facebook, sidepiece season, two words. And you can get me on Twitter at sidepiece season, no spaces. Uh, If you liked what you heard, please tell a friend. And if you did not like what you heard, please tell an enemy. Have a great week. I'll meet you back here in a week. We'll do it all over again. Be good to yourself. Be good to others. Peace.